welcome to our bonus episode of, <laughs> of episode Epiphanies. As, as you know, hopefully, if this is the episode you're listening to, my mm-hmm. name is Jessica, and I only watch live action shows. And my name is Natasha, and I usually only watch cartoon shows, um, but I guess Jesse got the first point if we're keeping score for the concept <laughs> of this podcast. Absolutely um, keeping score. I win. <laughs> Actually, by default, I win. Okay, podcast is over. Jesse won. <laughs> I won. I made Natasha have an epiphany about this show, mm-hmm. which is very, very good, <laughs> called Mary Happy Whatever. I watched the pilot episode, recorded the episode of the podcast where we talked about Mary Happy Whatever, and then Jesse came over, and we literally spent the rest of the day watching the entire rest of the show. <laughs> you make that sound really bad, but it's like eight episodes. It's yeah. Fine. We watched the whole thing in a day. Yeah, I mean, it's not that long, but like literally, you came over, we just watched it. Later, my roommate and my brother and my brother's friend all watched it too with us the last few episodes. It was the whole thing. It was really iconic and beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I guess. <laughs> I guess my first question for you is if it met your expectations of, like, what you thought the show was going to be based on the pilot. um... Ooh, that's a good question. Yeah, I enjoyed it all the way through. I didn't get to a point where I was like, actually, Jesse, I regret watching this. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, If anything, I think it grew on me more. Like, I think it, it went in the direction I hoped it would, which was, like, it was funny, but it was also heartfelt, and I really, really liked the interactions between the characters, and it was tropey, but in a way that was self-aware enough that it didn't get annoying. Yeah, I, I really genuinely liked it. Yeah, I think I think one of the fun things about Mary Happy Whatever is when you start watching it, you're kind of like, oh, this is, like, this is cringy, this is mm-hmm. bad, but it, like, really... Once you get into it, you're like, oh, wait, this is good. This is funny. This is sweet. Mm -hmm. This is Christmas cheer, you know? Yeah, it was, it was, um, also, the laugh track fades into the background very quickly. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot it was there after the first half of the first episode. Once you start watching something with a laugh track, like, it does go away. It Mm -hmm. is common enough in, like your cultural brain to like not jar you it's just so uncommon now that whenever something has a laugh jog I'm like wait sorry yeah but yeah I think it was it was very much sitcom-y and it was very much like it was like one of those cheesy like Hallmark or Netflix or whatever Christmas movies but it was better than any of those that (laughs) I've watched at least that I've watched um because I feel like the characters felt a little more genuine and maybe it's partly because it's a little bit longer than a movie. They got to like explore the characters a bit more. Yeah. It also just felt a little bit more self-aware. Like it was still cheesy. It was still wholesome. It was still like meant to be a feel good thing, but some, but those movies often feel so hollow and so soulless <laughs> and this didn't feel hollow and soulless. You gen- like, I genuinely cared about the characters and their dynamics and their relationships. Yeah. 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 It just felt like a less soulless version of those <laughs> Christmas movies. Oh, <laughs> uh, Yeah. Soulless is such a fun word for a Christmas movie. I don't know why. It makes me think Santa is a demon. <laughs> I don't know. I just, it's, I feel like it's the right word for how I feel about most of those Christmas movies. They feel so manufactured. It, yeah. Yeah. It's weird because, like, arguably 
most rom-coms are the same thing mm-hmm. and most Christmas movies are like a subset of rom-com but Christmas yeah. movies tend to be like worse mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know yeah anyways I also after I watched it I uh, what's the name of the movie with Mackenzie Davies and Kristen Stewart what's that movie called uh oh ha- happiest season Happiest season, yeah. Yes. I was so excited for that movie to come out. And I do think it was, like, it wasn't a terrible movie, but, like, it wasn't what I wanted it to be. I felt like the characters and the dynamics, like, didn't get me. Yeah, it just wasn't what I wanted. And I feel like this show was what I wanted that movie to be. Aw. If that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I feel like, I feel like Happiest Season was marketed as being, like, the lesbian version of a Christmas movie, and everyone was expecting, like, a really sweet Christmas movie, but Happiest Season is very much a a queer movie that happens to be about Christmas. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. And it was, like, not as happy as a regular Christmas movie. Like, they had, you know, it's about them not getting along well, and there's the whole... Like, she gets outed to her family in a way that sucks. Yeah. And, like, and then, but also, like, which is not to say, like, I needed Happiest Season to only be wholesome and not have any angst. But it was, like, I don't know. It just didn't work for me. And this show did. And, like, not that this is the exact same thing. The main characters in this are not queer. It's not a lesbian Christmas movie. There is a lesbian <laughs> character, but she's not the main character. And she doesn't end up in a romance. Um... Oh, well, arguably, but... Um, <laughs> depends. Depends. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. I just felt like something about these character dynamics and this setting and this setup and this vibe is what I thought that Happiest Season was going to be. And this was it more than that was. I don't know why that's my comparison. Maybe these are just two Christmas pieces of media that I have recently watched that I had feelings about. Not <laughs> <laughs> half lesbians. I don't know. Yeah, I... I mean, let's let's talk about Kayla and um, mm-hmm. her potential romance because yes. Kayla and her ex-husband's secretary is my favorite ship. I it's so good. So it, yeah, Kayla, which I did guess that Kayla was the queer character, but I would not have guessed that if you had not said or implied that there was a queer character. Because when I watched the first episode of this, I was like, yeah, there's no queer characters. This is not the type of show that would do that. And then it was. And there was a whole plot line about Kayla realizing that actually she is gay. And also has a crush on her husband's secretary. Yeah. I really love Kayla's coming out plot, especially Mm. because she... Like, she comes out to Matt first, mm-hmm. um, and Matt, there's this really, like, subtle moment where, like, Matt's girlfriend, Emmy, like, asks him, like, what's up with Kayla, because she's noticed that Kayla, like, keeps talking to him, and mm-hmm. I really appreciated the fact that Matt doesn't say anything. He's just like, mm, just some stuff, like, he mm-hmm. doesn't, because... Like, as much as, of course, you shouldn't be outing her, I feel mm-hmm. like the fact that, like, he doesn't know this girl and she's telling him this really personal thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I really like that moment. Yeah. it. I really like how Matt handles it and how she, like, he doesn't out her. He never 
tries to out her or or even really tries to force her to come out at all. Yeah. He's just super cool about it. I already liked Matt and it makes me like Matt even more. He he doesn't really push her either. Mm-hmm. Like he's not He's like whatever you're comfortable with. Yeah. The only time he like kind of has a reaction is when she's like, "Yeah, I'll get back together with my ex-husband." She's like, "He's like, what the fuck?" Yeah, which I think is fair. He's like, "You clearly were not happy with him, and you're clearly not." But I also really liked that scene because he's like, "Oh, you're not happy with him," and she's like, "Like he's like, you've been so much happier since like you broke up with him," and she's like, "Have I been happy? I've been having like a breakdown for the last like two weeks or whatever. Like, do you really think that I've been happy?" And like, it's a good, like I thought that was such a good scene where he where it's like, yeah, she clearly wasn't happy with her husband, but also like it's a little bit naive of Matt to be like, oh yeah, you've been so much happier when like clearly she's been having like a tough time like figuring out like her life. Yeah, especially like I think there's a part of her that knows she's going to be eventually happier without her husband. Mm -hmm. But there is a very large part of her that knows that's going to be very hard um, for her and for her life with her family and how Mm -hmm. close she is with them. Mm Mm-hmm. Her family ends up being, like, really great about it. Mm-hmm. Um, the dad, like, he kind of has that moment when she first comes out where he's, like, obviously uncomfortable. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, in, like, a conservative old man way. It just, like, doesn't yeah. know what to do about it. He's not, like really terrible but yeah he yeah uncomfortable he does seem uncomfortable yeah and he and he like obviously doesn't have the reaction she would have preferred him to have uh Mm. but he kind of swings back and i'm really surprised i didn't cry when we were watching it because i cry every time at that ending scene that scene always really gets me at the end where he like he hands her a house key because she's moving back in and it has, like, a little pride flag on it. And he's mm-hmm. like, you are always welcome in my home. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it's very cute. And I'm a sucker for supportive parents. I don't know why. They always, like, really make me cry. Um, yeah. It's such a nice, I found it anyway, such a nice balance between, like, there is some angst and difficulty and it's not like coming out and her whole story is like super super easy for her but it's also not like tragic and and bad in any way you know it was it it just felt i don't know real but in a way that's not traumatic or upsetting or whatever i don't know yeah yeah it's a good time Mm -hmm. um I also, I, I kept meaning to bring this up in our, our any of our other episodes, but I guess we'll bring it up now. Um, we, one of our questions that we ask in uh, our regular episodes after we talk about a show is um, guess the canon gays or like talk about the canon queer characters in this show. And the reason like that's one of our questions and a topic that we talk about a lot <laughs> is like, <laughs> we're both queer, we're invested in queer characters in stories obviously other forms of representation are also very important but i don't feel like qualified to really talk about that too much unless there's something that's very obviously problematic but yeah i don't know that that, that's something that's like important to me and that i feel somewhat qualified to have an opinion on 
Yeah, I would agree. I feel like we are aware other forms of representation matter, but we are not the people to talk about them. Uh, mm-hmm. Because obviously the show is uh, pretty white. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Dom's love interest is black, but... Um, with a, Joy is one of the main characters, and she's not white. Oh, true, yeah. Joy. Yeah. Yeah, she's great, by the way. Joy is definitely my favorite character. <laughs> Joy is an icon, and mm-hmm. yeah, God, I love her. Kayla's still mm-hmm. my favorite, though. I would die for Kayla. <laughs> Kayla's very good. Yeah, and the and the what's oh gosh, I already forgot his name. The other husband, the other outlaw. He he's oh. Jewish as well, and that's a plot line. Yeah, he's shit. What is his name? Todd? Is it Todd? Todd. Todd, Todd seems right. Todd's also very good. Yeah, he's. God, he's a lot of fun. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like there's a lot of like very realistic family tension in the show, but like you mentioned, the fact that you really like that, like every episode, they just kind of solve their problem and move on. <laughs> yes, I did when we were watching it. The episode where that really stands out, but I think it happens throughout. But the episode where it really stands out is um, the episode where they go caroling, and there's <laughs> one scene where they're all standing outside this person's house and they're about to carol and they pretty much all like every different little group of characters that are having problems have like a little mini fight or a little disagreement and then outside the same house within a couple minutes they then go back to the people they were fighting with and work out their problems (laughs) (laughs) all in the same scene (laughs) and it's like it's so over the top cheesy everyone's problems are so easily solved but also in a way i like that i would rather them just solve their problems than like the whole show have these like issues just drag on and on and on also one of my favorite moments in the whole series is part of that where like the brother sean is like uh having a fight with the dad and he's like i like i wouldn't be this way to my kids like i'm gonna be if my kid comes to me and tells me he's struggling, I'm going to, like, support him through that. Mm-hmm. And then the dad comes back and he's like, okay, you know, you're right, but I'm doing better than my dad and you're going to be better than me. And I'm really proud of that. Mm-hmm. And <sighs> Don should be a character I don't like, but I just, I'm very emotional about him. Yeah. <laughs> Don really, like... They did a good job of, like, making him good and nice and enjoyable and lovable. What a dork when he's trying to flirt with Nancy. Is her name Nancy? I think her name is Nancy. The the lady that he has a crush on. Yeah. Total dork. Yeah. And I really love his Christmas gift to her. Yeah, that whole plot line was so wholesome. Everyone's like, oh my god, you can't give the girl you like, like, a space eater. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And he's (laughs) like, well, she mentioned her feet got cold, so I was like, I could give her the space heater. And then he texts her and is like, are your feet hot? So, (laughs) look, he he tried. (laughs) He's very old. He doesn't know what that means. He's trying. Oh. Yeah. God, okay. I mean, yeah. I don't know that. what else we want to talk about unless... I mean, I want to talk about the fact that I really appreciate that this show takes the plot line of, like, man leaves his wife for his secretary and is like, 
No, she left him for his secretary. <laughs> yes. I love, because even in that first or second episode, uh, Kayla, I think it's the second episode, Kayla is looking at pictures of the secretary in her, like, bikini or whatever. Yeah. And Matt walks in and he's like, oh, is, like, who's that? And she's like, oh, it's my husband's secretary. And he's like, oh, like, I don't remember exactly what he says, but he's basically asking, like, did your husband leave you? For, for, your, the for his secretary. And Kayla's like, oh, no, 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 no. First of all, no. Like, they just wouldn't. And second of all, she's gay. And he's like, oh, okay. And then you're watching it and you're like, oh, like, I see where this is going. Yeah. And Kayla's like, of course I can, like, appreciate the female form. Mm-hmm. Since when is it a crime to find both men and women attractive? Or even just women? <laughs> Kayla has a really fun coming out scene because, like, she's trying to be, like, so mad and she's just, like... <laughs> it's also so funny because she's... Because fall- Matt is having his own situation. Yeah. I don't even... He's, he, he he's trying to-, to have sex with Emmy in her childhood room. Right, yeah. So he's trying to do that. And Kayla's just following him around basically trying to come out to him and he's like i don't know you i don't understand what you're trying to tell me like i don't why are you following me around like what's <laughs> happening but then when she does come out to him he he's really wholesome about it he's like okay like look, i'm gonna sit outside on this bench with you and your fish and like, <laughs> you can tell me how you're feeling the fish he stole from the hospital yeah oh uh, i love mary happy whatever so much it's actually it's really good i love all the all the main characters yeah uh I like that also all the relationships, like, the couples genuinely like each other. Oh, yeah. None of the couples have the dynamic, I guess maybe maybe Kayla and her husband, we don't really see them, have the dynamic of, like, ugh, we're just married because we have to be married and, and blah, blah, blah. And I hate my husband and I hate my wife and she's such a nag and he's so lazy or whatever. Like, they all genuinely, like, seem like friends. Yeah. And I like that the other people are friends, too, like... The the in-laws are friends with each other, and the other siblings seem to be friends with their siblings' spouses, and, like, it's not just, like... Yeah. I don't know. Like, it, there's some very genuine relationships, I feel like. Yeah. And I... Hmm, I'm not sure if you took it this way. I'm not even sure if it's meant to be taken mm-hmm. this way. Um, but the episode where Kayla and her husband, like, finally, like, break up, like, after they've gotten back together, mm-hmm. there's this, like, scene that's just, like, silent of them, like, holding hands while Kayla is, like, sobbing. Mm-hmm. I have always taken that as Kayla coming out to him. Oh, absolutely. I assumed that that's what it was as yeah. well. And I think, like, obviously they didn't have a great relationship, but mm-hmm. I feel like that moment does speak to the fact that, like, they were friends. Like, mm-hmm. she didn't marry him just because she was, like, trying to hide something. Like, he was someone she cared about, I think. And their relationship just deteriorated. Yeah. I think that is definitely the implication. Um, And I also, like, we don't see... I don't even remember his name. Her husband. Yeah. Um, we don't Alan. see... Alan. We don't see Alan much at all in the show. He's only there at the very beginning and the very end. But yeah. it is stated... And we see that, like, um, Joy and Todd were friends with Alan and would hang out with Alan the way they're hanging out with Matt. And, like, we like Joy and Todd. We They are good characters. They are good people. And the fact that they were clearly friends with Alan also seems to imply that, like, Alan was a cool dude, too. Like, he wasn't some, like, shitty guy. Yeah. Like, they honestly, like, at the beginning, they 
are happy for Alan that he that he is no longer married to Kayla because I guess Kayla was like they're like yeah Kayla was really hard to get along with and like obviously we also like Kayla but Kayla is pretty high strong yeah like so like from their perspective it's not even like oh Alan that terrible man is gone now it's like no he apparently was a cool guy and he and Kayla were probably friends and just like yeah the tension of like her realizing this isn't what she wants was like making their relationship really difficult. But yeah, I like that even with them, it's not like, ugh, terrible, blah, blah, blah. You know? Like, it just yeah. feels, like, I just, any piece of media where a couple genuinely are friends makes me so happy because there's too <laughs> many shows where people are married and they hate each other. And I'm like, why is this, why is this what we show marriage as? <laughs> yeah. I Sitcoms are especially bad about that. And I mm-hmm. think it's just because it's, it's an easy joke. Yeah. Um, or even, like, not even that, but, like, especially, like, in, in, in romances or whatever, where it's almost just, like, these two, this is a man and a woman, and they find each other attractive. <laughs> and so they are in love. But you don't get the sense that they have any kind of, like, actual friendship beyond, like, wow, they're so hot. You just, like, made me have, like, a flashback to this Mindy Project scene where she's, like... My body is very attractive to, attracted to your body, but when you speak, it makes me angry. <laughs> I feel like that's too many, like, couples in media. <laughs> that's what yeah. the dynamic is. Also, we should watch The Mindy Project. That might be, that might be my uh, next one after the actual next one. <laughs> All right. Yes, I've heard about The Mindy Project, but I don't know much about it. Oh, it's, it's very good. Um... <laughs> Based on this conversation, you will not like the main couple. Um, <laughs> That's fair. But yeah, it's, I mean, it's a good time. I'm I'm so happy that you like this show because it's genuinely one of my favorite shows. I like to watch it at Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> if you are listening to this podcast and you are looking for something to sit down and watch with your friends or your family or even just alone around Christmas... Don't watch any of those really, really bad Christmas movies on the, like, Hallmark or Netflix or whatever. <laughs> watch this show. It's basically the length of, of like, a couple movies. You yeah. can watch it all in one go. It's so good. It's really it's good. So good. It's, it's really fun. It's a great time. So, mm-hmm. obviously, um, you're smarter than both of us combined, but if you don't like the show, you're not. Yeah, our bonus episode sign out is we're smarter than you, and you should because watch this. we watch the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Bye.